ECH are broadcasting fee, and the opinions expressed during the show are not necessarily those of the staff, management, or ownership of WGCH Radio. Morning, fashion friends. Welcome to Fashion Friday. I like these sunny days when I start. It really makes me happy. <laughs> it makes me happy. It makes me happy no matter what time of year it is. But it is fall, so we're talking about all things fall. So there's a little shakeup in the fashion industry. I always like to talk about that since we're always talking about trends. I like to talk about the business side of it, which is Versace, as a name we all know, has been sold. Sold to Michael Kors for, I believe it was $2.1 billion, with a B, dollars. So what does that mean? Well, for me, that means pretty much nothing because I don't really wear Versace. Probably can't afford it either. Um, no, I actually admire the brand. I do like like a lot of things I see on the runway. Um, it's not particularly my style, but I, there, I always admire things that are different that I don't wear or that I don't think I can wear, I should say. Um, but they remain – Donatella Versace will remain creative director. So – What will that mean? I don't know. I don't know if that will mean much unless you're a Versace shopper. Um, I don't think you'll see a big difference. I'm sure they will try and hold the, um, you know, the DNA of the brand still there. I don't think it will mean suddenly Versace clothes will look like Michael Kors. I'm sure that's not what will happen. So Interesting enough, Michael Kors, it's Michael Kors Holdings Limited. That's the company. And it already owns Jimmy Choo, so uh, the name will change to Capri Holdings Limited. Very interesting how all of these, uh, not all, but a lot of companies merge or one buys the other. You know, huge, huge names. Uh, It's very interesting to me what's happening in the fashion world. Remember, it's a business, so... um, you know, I'm sure there will be changes going forward, even more changes going forward. But um, to me, it's it's always interesting to see who buys who or what buys what. I don't know. Uh, in other fashion news, Mary Katrinzu, which is also a British designer, she has teamed up with Victoria's Secret for a collaboration. I like this. I'll tell you why. So every year, Victoria's Secret has their annual uh, runway show that we see televised in, I believe it it is aired in December. And um, you see the angels and there's usually, uh, it's on the major network usually. And, you know, you see musical performances and it's a big deal. So last year, what you probably didn't realize was the past few years, Victoria's Secret has been teaming up with designers, major designers, to collaborate. So a lot of those outfits you see, the big wings and all the, you know, there's different themes, um, that's done by a designer. So last year it was Balmain. This year it's going to be Mary Katrinsu. So if you don't know who she is, you will if you pay attention to the Victoria's Secret runway show. Um, She's actually Greek-born. She's known, some people call her the Queen of Prince. She's got a lot of... um, very punchy, feminine designs. I own a couple of dress. I own a dress and a skirt, actually, of hers that I, to this day, will still wear. And there, I probably bought them at least four or five, maybe even six years ago. I love, love, love 
uh, Mary Ketchenzu's designs. They're just, uh, again, lots of prints and colors, very, very vibrant. The skirt I have looks like, it really looks like a painting. It looks like it would have been a painting, could have been a watercolor, and it's turned into a dress. And it's really done beautifully, very, very well crafted. So, Again, if you don't know, it will be interesting to see how she translates that into lingerie. So we'll see. Um, but the capsule collection will feature in the 2018 fashion show. I'm very excited about that. I might even watch the fashion show. I usually just look at the pictures afterwards. <laughs> just because I feel like it gets stretched out a bit much with like commercials and all that other stuff. So I'll, I'll, I'll get the cliff notes. And then what else do I have? Okay, so influence alert. So Blair Edie, this is a, a famous blogger. She is, I think her blog is Atlantic Pacific, I think it's called, yes. And she's on Instagram, has a huge, huge following. She has collaborated with Nordstrom, another pairing that I like. I like influencers pairing up with major brands. Um, I think this is a great collab. She designed a collection for Halogen, which is Nordstrom's own brand that they have in-house. Um, uh, price range, it's caps off at $249. It's because it also includes coats. So pretty fair price, uh, pr- price range, I feel. Um, includes uh, shoes, stole, sweaters, uh, suits, lots of color. If you know her, she's Blair. She is known for lots and lots of color and lots of layering. Um, and she does it really well, really classic way, very almost preppy, but um, very feminine, lots of color, lots of suiting, lots of dresses. Um, so I like this. This will be interesting. I did see the line, lots of graphic botanical prints, uh, two tailored coats I saw, a really cozy striped sweater. I saw men's suiting, which, which was high-waisted and cropped. So I love how... People are taking the suiting trend and just really dialing it up, really making it for a woman. So it's cropped pants. It's wide leg pants. It's high-waisted. It's a, a Glen plaid, which is a typical men's print and fabric, but yet it's done in pink, let's say. So I like how we're taking the men's suiting idea and really making it for women and making it in all different different ways. Like, you know, how can we turn a men's suiting on its head for women? So, oh, we could make it a wide leg cropped pan <laughs> and we could wear it with huge boots or stilettos or whatever it might be, a silk blouse. And I like that. I feel like that's the way it should be. It shouldn't just be, you know, redone in a women's cut. Although there's nothing wrong with that, I feel, feel like there, we need that as well as a basic, a basic suit. So, um, But I like the fact that, that brands are kind of taking that idea of uh, men's fabric and men's suiting and really making it for a woman and making it different, you know, shrinking the blazer or, open, or the blazer's oversized, adding shoulder pads, uh, like I said, adding color. Um, it makes it fun. It makes it easy. Um, certainly makes it easy for anyone to wear because if you're talking different colors and different cuts, now we've got a broad range of suiting in the suiting category. Uh, so I am definitely enjoying that. Speaking of Nordstrom, halogen, suiting, all that fun stuff, I was thinking about this the other day and thinking about all of the apps that are now available 
as to how we shop. And not just a brand, not just, you know, whatever it might be, Victoria's Secret or Michael Kors. I'm talking about the the apps that now have vintage clothing. They now have luxury items. They now have pretty anything, pretty much anything there's an app for. There's all of these apps where you can buy secondhand things that are gently used or, or like new or some things I, I've noticed um, will say – New with tags. And, you know, maybe it's someone bought something or got it as a gift, didn't like it, and is now selling it. There's also things where you can trade. I mean, there's really the way we shop has really, really, really changed. And I think because it was somewhat of a slow progression in overall, I thought I thought back to 10 years ago even, which is not that long ago. I thought, I didn't have – I'm looking at my own phone. I've got all these apps now on my phone, shopping apps. And I thought that's interesting of how we shop. And if you even go back to think about when you were a kid, obviously there was no, there was probably, well, there was definitely no iPhone. (laughs) And there was uh, probably maybe not even a cell phone. So we didn't shop on our phones. We know that. And then I think about back to how did, like, how did your mom shop? Bob, how do you remember? How did your, did she like go to the mall? Did she go to a boutique there wasn't a mall. <laughs> when, when I can picture back to when my mom did any shopping, places the place we went to was uh, Gimbel's, I think. Yeah, which was now Macy's. Well, yeah, right? maybe it wasn't Gimbel's. Well, it was in, in Stamford. It's the only place I can picture. Oh, uh, and, okay. And uh, what the heck was the name of that store? Well, they're not in business anymore anyway, so it doesn't matter. But, right. Uh, Maybe a something like, uh, oh gosh, there was a store that I, I used to shop at too as a kid, and I don't remember the name. Mm. That's no longer. Um, I feel like the May Company bought it, not not Gimbel's. Mm. Um, well, I, I just think it's interesting of how things have changed and how much. But did your mom go like? Was it like once a season? Was she a shopper? Did she go a lot? Did she no, more like once a season? Once a season, yeah. yeah. If for when even less than that maybe okay <laughs> basically when someone needed something yeah. is what oh, she yeah. did yeah okay uh, all right but interesting enough it's like i said she went to the store got what she needed oh, yeah. and that was it and and now it's just like you think about it i mean i almost feel like if i wanted to i could shop every minute of every day and not be in a store <laughs> i mean you could just shop on your phone you could shop on the computer i mean there's so many advertisements it's just so so different and uh i think about that leads me to think about the mall i mentioned this to you earlier you know or just retailers in general i think wow what does it take to be successful today as a retailer And uh, I don't know what that answer is, of course. I would have a retail store. But one thing I can say as a shopper, I think that retailers have, have, and some have already begun to do this, need to change the experience. They really need to make it more of, and it's not just come in and buy stuff. It needs to be an experience. Well, what about that commercial I see that Amazon's running now? It's for a flower shop, but it could be any business where you see the the woman putting the clothes sign up on the flower shop. but, But the clothes sign says open on Amazon 24 hours. So when she closes the shop, then you go on Amazon and buy stuff and it gets sent all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, that I mean that's what I mean. It's like I don't know, it's very different now and I think that I mean I, I'm sure if you have a brick and mortar, you still want people to come in. You still need the foot traffic. 
But how do you do that? I mean, yes, you could, hopefully you have a uh, e-commerce, if you're, let's say if you're a store, or if you're a brand, you've got the website you can count on. But you still want people, I mean, look at Saks right here on the avenue. Mm-hmm. I'm still, that's a huge conglomerate. Okay, well, the, yes, they've got a website. I'm sure that's a huge part of their business, but they still want, they just expanded. They now have, what, three or four <laughs> little mini stores here on the avenue. They still want that foot traffic. So, Well, they depend on people enjoying that experience. Yeah, uh, yeah. Talking to a real person, trying on the clothes. Right, touch yes. it, feel it. Yeah. That's why I do, I still say, I don't think we'll ever go to, and maybe I'm wrong, I don't think we'll ever go to 100% internet shopping only you know, like no stores at all i just i don't see how that could happen and i'm taking myself out of the equation by the way i just think that there are people that like to try on things there are people that like to go and have the experience the one-on-one with the salesperson hear product information or how about that in the movie idiocracy where everything is bought at one huge huge store Everything. Everything. <laughs> yeah. I like that idea. You like that? <laughs> I, li- so, I didn't so see the movie. You'd have to get, go there and get it in, into a little vehicle that drove you to various Driver. parts because it was oh. so huge, uh, such a huge building. Like a but village. It was, yeah, it was very funny. All but, right. Well, if I'm getting in a little car and driving around, <laughs> I'm in. That sounds like fun. <laughs> that sounds great. I think of that sometimes when I w- – probably once every couple of years I go to the outlets. I, don't, I always say I want to go and I never make it up there, but it ends up being once every few years. That's where you need a little car. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Um, But again, I just think that the way we are shopping has changed, and I think it will continue to change and has to change in order for retailers to still get people in. Um, You know, I still know a lot of people, I'm just thinking about this, who don't shop online. I feel like everyone should at this point. It's so much easier, especially for certain things. But there's still a lot of people that I know that will say, well, no, you know, I mean, there's still people that don't or don't, I should say, don't shop on their mobile device. That's different, I think, because I think some people are. I kind of resist that as well. You do? I don't use my mobile device. I'll sit down at my computer. You will? Yeah. Why is that? Bigger screen. Oh, all right, makes I think sense. basically that's all it is because I have looked at stuff on the mobile device and right. said, okay, there it is. You know, I shouldn't say I haven't shopped, but I do it much less on the mobile device. Right, yeah. right. I have gotten into this little habit. It's probably not so good, but um, because I used to think the same thing. I'll look at this when I get home on the computer where I can see it better. Mm. And now there's, you know, these little lovely ads that always pop up because they're tracking my (laughs) habits. And when I go to a certain website that has nothing to do with clothes, there's a clothing, you know, of, of a brand that I buy. Mm. And so then I'll, it'll catch me and I'll click on it or... There's these uh, apps that I was talking about, you know, like the Real Real or Poshmark or Tradesy. These are all apps that have um, gently used designer goods, luxury goods that are um, being, you know, pre-owned that are being resold. Mm. And I'll look. I don't really shop there. I think I bought one thing, um, but I don't. And I I sell a lot of things on these sites. So, oh. but I do look. 
and I will have my eye on something. Like, for example, there's a, a bag that I want right now. It's a statement bag. Usually once a season, I buy a designer bag to add to my collection. I haven't bought one yet this season. I have my eye on one. And I'm looking at all the different sites, and then I'll go to the store. This is exactly what I did. I went to – I was in the city, and I went to Saks because they had that bag to see it in person. Okay. And to try it on my shoulder. How can I wear it? Can I wear it cross body? How big is it? That for sure I would have to see in person. But it started with the the ads online and the and the shopping apps is where I kind of started with it. Interesting. All right, we're going to continue talking about this. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. Shopping has changed. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Shopping, shopping, shopping. That's what we're talking about. By the way, in case you missed it, if you don't follow me on social media shame on you (laughs) but if you do no if you don't and you missed it i am now a contributing editor on suburbs 101 website blog yes so um i did a fall fashion guide which you can still look up so it's suburbs 101.com and uh we had jocelyn the creator of suburbs 101 here on the show a few weeks ago about last month sometime and uh, she was telling us all about it it's fantastic and so I did ended up doing a fall fashion guide. You can still see that. Um, and then it, from there, we had a meeting, and she had said, you know, it was a great response and uh, asked me if I'd like to come on board, and I was completely honored. So um, I will be going forward. I will have certain little it'll, – it'll be probably more seasonal, but uh, I will have little certain – uh, articles up, uh, specialty articles, as I like to call them. So the next one will be out in November. I'll keep you posted and certainly we'll link it everywhere. So uh, my Instagram is wardrobe underscore envy, E-N-V-Y. Facebook and Twitter is also just wardrobe envy. Um, am I on anything else? I'm thinking. I don't think so. Um, my website, of course, stylebytina.com. Um, but you can certainly in, – uh, Instagram is the easiest way to follow because that usually is uh, where things are posted when there's a new blog post and there's a link. So you can easily just click on the link. It takes you right there. Uh, but I will always announce when a new article is up on Suburbs 101 or just follow Suburbs 101. <laughs> They've got great, great advice. I always like to check it out, their blog post and uh, even just follow the, her Instagram. It's got great suggestions for things to do for families, whether you have kids, no kids, date night, whatever it may be, um, In all in this area, the Greenwich area. It's Connecticut, uh, Fairfield County, basically. 
a little bit of New Jersey and a little bit of Long Island she covers. So it's a pretty wide range. Um, she always is talking about new restaurants and trying new things and new activities, what's going on in the community. So be sure and check that out. In November, I will be doing a holiday shopping guide. Yay! Holiday sh- holiday shopping guide for the fashionista in your life. Let me be specific. So This will um, be on suburbs as well. This will be on suburbs. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure I'm going to talk a little bit about it here on the show as well. But the f- if you want to read the article with pictures, I'll have you know some ideas and suggestions that will be there. Also, holiday dressing. We'll do it. We'll cover things like that. So I'll have two articles coming up. Uh, before this holiday season as we roll into and then some things in the spring as well. So excited about that. So thanks to Suburbs 101. All right, so how we're shopping, I was talking about this, you know, social media apps versus stores and retailers. I was saying earlier, I really think retailers need to engage us as a customer and kind of give you a reason to shop there and give you a reason to go there. Um, I've seen places like the big major retailers. I keep thinking about Saks because I think about Saks. Here on the Avenue is fantastic. I like all their little, it's almost like little boutiques now. Um, but also the main one in the city, or there's two in the city. I think the one all the way downtown has really changed. And, you know, there's like a men's spa in there now. And there's like different things where you that you can do. And it becomes an experience. So, um I don't know. I, I again, I said this earlier to you, Bob. I just think I wonder if things will go full circle and we'll start to see the resurgence of malls. Do you think? I guess that would depend on the economy. I don't know. Maybe we're just past that. Well, it is an efficient way to get a bunch of stores together. Yeah. And the smaller store has a, a chance to get set up easier. Yeah. And be next to other businesses and such. Yeah, because you're guaranteed foot traffic. Yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah. I mean, I grew up obviously when I was a kid. There was no internet shopping. There was no internet, really. It had just kind of started. So as a kid, I grew up, you know, going to malls. And I just remember that being, like, the greatest thing since ice cream. It was like going to the mall. <laughs> Absolutely. And I went pretty often. Because you could see a lot of different things. Yes. Yeah. And, it you know, then as a young teen, of course, it became like a social outing. You know, well, mm. I'd go with my friends and we'd meet at the mall. And then there was a time when I after I got my driver's license, where I just was going to all different malls in different states. If I could drive there, I would go. And, you know, I was kind of on a mission to be at every mall in the tri-state area. And so, you know, then there, then there are different level of malls. You know, there definitely are more high-end malls with more expensive stores, more yeah. high-end stores. And then there are more, your, you know, your average stores. So I remember kind of grading them and rating them and having favorites. And uh, I remember when the King of Prussia Mall down in outside of Philadelphia, I remember when that mall had grown when I discovered that mall was already there, but then it grew and grew and grew. And it, it's actually two malls. I haven't been there in many, many years, but I used to work in that area. And I just remember thinking, this is like the greatest invention. I mean, it literally was two malls, one across the street from the other. They might even be connected by now. I don't know. Um, but there's pretty much anything you can think of. It's there. And there is a higher end. There's one section that's definitely more high-end jewelry, everything from Tiffany to Cartier to Hermes, like really high-end designer. And then there's, you know, your regular mall stores, Gap and J. Crew and whatnot. 
So I remember thinking, this is brilliant. But it's also kind of like a day. You know, it's mm-hmm. a, it's like going to an amusement park. It's a day trip. You know, you make a day out of it. And I can remember being exhausted, you know, walking halfway through and being like, oh, this is, you know, it's three floors and it's two malls. I mean, that's a lot. So I don't know. And you're right. It's kind of something to be said for finding everything under one roof, you know. But do people really do that anymore? Do people have that kind of time? You know, I don't I don't know. I don't know. And comparing it to how easy it is to go online right. now. Right. Boy. It's a click of a button now. And, and, so, and you go all through all kinds of stuff online. Yeah. That's Admitted, admittedly, the issue online is the visual thing. You go to a store and you quickly take in hundreds of things at once. Because right. your eye can scan and see a lot of different things very quickly. You can't do it quite that fast online. No. But you can get into detail with each one faster. There's, Good point. It's... Um, Good point. You're right. You know, I think about that when you walk into a store and you can scan really quickly. You can mm. also scan quickly and figure out where what part of the store is for you. Yeah. So if you're shopping yeah. for yourself or for a gift or whatever, quickly, okay, women's, boom, contemporary athletic wear or whatever it is you're mm-hmm. shopping. Boots, men over there, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you're right. You can. And that obviously is set up purposely by the store and sure. it's looking to draw you in to make you, you know, scan quickly and find your... You're right, and you're right. Online, completely different experience, but the whole experience in general is quicker, yes, faster, yes. So didn't have I, to drive anywhere. Right, right. I think about that. So, do you, or let me ask you, would you? <laughs> I probably know this answer. Would you belong to what about uh, the membership clubs? So things. Let's say, for example, hypothetical situation. You love wine. And you, would you, or if, let's say someone gifted it to you, would you continue that and have it delivered? So it's yet something else that's picked out and delivered to you as opposed to going and buying your favorite wine. Would you do that? Or have you done that? A membership club. Well, I am a Prime member at Amazon. Okay. So I guess I like membership clubs to some degree. Okay. Yeah. And what is what? the Prime? My husband is too. What is exa- I thought that just means you get special pricing on stuff. Um, what that means? N- n- well, it, they, there's a lot more of the stuff is free delivery. Oh. Basically, is what that comes down to. Got Plus, it. it includes the video pay uh, thing where you can go watch video. Oh, right, right, right. TV yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can watch and movies stuff. and stuff. Yeah. That's right. But I'm starting to, because I'm seeing that in like Whole Foods now. I see Prime members. That's right. Prime is, uh, gives you a little extra discount at Whole Foods. Yes. All right. So I've got the app on my phone. Yes. <laughs> I know. Well, I went shopping there the other day and they said, do you have the app? Do you have the, are you a Prime member? And I was like, oh, I, my husband is. So I feel like I am too, but I don't have the app. <laughs> All right. So, but would you, so would you do a membership club? I feel like that's also a huge, because I see them everywhere now and for every possible thing thing you can imagine. It, if it if I say to myself, you know, I might enjoy having this sort of thing on a regular basis. Yeah. Yeah, I might do it. You might do it. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I think that's I mean, I still get magazine subscriptions, for instance. Right. Me too. Me too. And I feel like I would do it too if it was like you said, something that you want coming every month if it's flowers or it could be pro it could be anything. It could mm. be, you know, beer of the month or shoes or clothes. Right. Um, they really have a lot of different uh, memberships now, which I think is interesting. And I think that's a great way to change the way you shop. So it's a little bit of both. You're not, you're, shop, you're not really just shopping online. You're touching and feeling, but it's now coming to you. So it's like the best of shopping online 
and touching and feeling things, you know, coming to you. And you have the option to try it on and then keep it or send it back. Right. Right. Well, interesting. I've yet to be a member, by the way, of any club. But I I bet you I will be soon. I wouldn't join a club that would have me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's all I've got for you this week. Join me next week for more Fashion Friday on 1490 WGCH. The Voice of Greenwich. This is 1490 WGCH Greenwich. Supreme Votes, Kavanaugh Defense. I'm John Trout. A vote that could shape the future of the Supreme Court for years to come.